our D-Pad Studio. My name is Joe. My name is Simon. And we are today talking about Vikings on Trampolines, our next game. We've been spending a ton of time developing our major game called Owlboy. And this is our big project after successfully launching Owlboy back in 2016. And it was a huge, huge game where we spent 10 years developing the whole thing. And now we haven't spent 10 years on this, <laughs> luckily, but it is actually in fact 20 years old. I designed it when I was 14 years old. I designed it for my little sister because we were playing a ton of games and I wanted her to be able to play a game that was competitive, but, but that she would learn really fast. So in this game, you play as Vikings, and the only thing you need to worry about is jumping on trampolines. And of course, um, me and Joe, we met quite some time ago. I believe it's about 15 years ago now. Um, we uh, met by chance at a, uh, a developer meetup in Norway. Now, back then, none of us had any game experience. We had tried some it's a small project on our own, like Joel mentioned. He did make this game when he was 14. Um, and I'd made some of my own projects, uh, and I just started you know, dabbling in pixel art, which was something that was self-learned. Uh, we didn't actually have computer school. Uh, I was uh, going through art school. I actually snuck into the, uh, the computer department to teach myself how to use Photoshop. So uh, that was, uh, we met by chance because I'd made a little prototype for, uh, for Owlboy and my programmer had just uh, left the project to, uh, to work for a different company. So me and Joe met up and uh, he was on his way to England to, I think he was trying to apply for a job at Lionhead. Yes. And then at random, he saw my game. Uh, we started talking and then he just got on the plane back and then we started working together. Yes. <laughs> so the, the great thing there was, like, we, it's important to note, at this point, there was no independent industry in Norway. We did have a couple of uh, video game companies with some notoriety. You had Funcom, you had, um, oh, who is it, Playfish up north, uh, and you had some, some minor studios that were doing some okay things. But an indie career, that was not something that was really a thing. No. So when we uh, met together and made a little extra version of Alboy, we, uh, we noticed a thing called IGF, this was a, the Independent Game Festival in San Francisco. And on a whim, we sent a version of that uh, out. And we didn't expect it to get nominated or win anything. And then we get the invitation that, oh yeah, no, you've been nominated for an award. <laughs> I think it was the Visual Arts Award, which is just staggering to me, considering that I don't have any professional training in this. So yeah, we went over there. Um, I also met a girl there for the first time who I ended up marrying later, which was great. <laughs> and uh, so we showed off our game for the first time and uh, we didn't actually end up winning that award. We just kind of, uh, we were on screen, which was already incredible along with all these industry professionals, but we didn't win anything. And then we went home. And then all of a sudden, oh look, Norwegian games can do things on their own. What a surprise. Uh, and as a result of that, sort of this industry started to blossom. The government started to uh, give funding to video games through the Norwegian Film Fund. Uh, indie studios started cropping up left and right. Turns out, if you showcase people, you can make something and people take note of it, then things start to happen. Yeah. So from there on on, uh, we founded D-Pad Studio. I've been making games ever since. Cool. <laughs> so 
So for our Gamescom special episode uh, episodes this year, we've pre prepared also three questions for you. You ready? Right. <laughs> okay, awesome. So uh, first question, yeah, you're working on currently on Vikings on Trampolines, a co-op adventure which you can play up to four players. Uh, there are different game modes uh, in this co-op adventure. Uh, can you maybe describe your favorite one to us? So we have been adding bosses to the game. Big, huge, lumbering bosses. And they will put players to a great challenge. So you can play the game solo as well. Mm -hmm. But of course, the game is better with more players. So once you meet a boss, you can cooperate to take down the bosses. You can use each other as trampolines as well. <laughs> so anytime you uh, meet a challenge in the adventure mode, you try to unlock new stages as well. And right now we are trying to fill it with as many mini games as possible. Even the map in the game has a mini game hidden in it. So <laughs> we're trying to fill it with as many game modes as possible. But I think right now challenging the bosses might be my favorite. Yeah. I'm a little bit biased on that because I mean there are a lot of modes that I really enjoy. I love the versus mode because we've been playing it for like what is it now, 20 years I think. Uh, and uh, I, I really like the football mode that we added because it's so much fun. But I have a bias towards the the uh, the boss rush mode. But it's mainly just because I get to animate these giant lumbering things, and it's something that I've wanting to do for ages. So yeah, as the as the art director, I kind of have to pick that one. I see. Okay. <laughs> So, second question, with what did you struggle the most during development of Vikings on Trampolines? I think redefining what the game was supposed to be. Because early on, uh, we had a very clear vision for what it was. We made a prototype where we sort of turned it into a, um, a versus brawler type of game. Kind of like Smash Brothers, you have items and all that. And that works extremely well. Okay. The biggest challenge was COVID. Uh, because when you're sitting in one room, uh, four people, uh, you know, there's the, the, the issue with contamination and uh, people were on lockdown. And we weren't exactly sure how we were going to bring this game to people if they weren't allowed to play it. True. So trying to figure out a way to make this also into a single-player cooperative experience was very challenging. Because when you're making a versus brawler, uh, you, you focus on very different things, both on the art department and the mechanics. And bringing that over to something where you're not supposed to you know, beat the crap out of each other, but instead help each other, that was difficult. But we did have an epiphany moment where uh, we were just kind of playing around the mechanics and we said, wait a minute, why don't we just also make the Vikings trampolines as well? And all of a sudden, the second we realized that you could jump off of each other and help each other out in that sense, the entire game changed and all of a sudden things started to work out. So I, th I think that was the biggest one. Okay, final question. What part of the game are you really proud of? Uh, well, the art has taken a pretty big step up. Uh, I could show you a screenshot from the old game, although it won't be shown in the podcast, so... <laughs> but you can find it online uh, somewhere. Uh, the game used to look like total crap. And then I showed it to Simon and he was like, okay, let me make this pretty. Not only did he do that, but he made all these different characters to the game. Uh, he made these balloon type enemies and he crafted the world around the game that I had, you know, designed when I was a little kid. And this this game was supposed to be hidden from the world. I had forgotten about this game until that point. So I'm so happy that the game turned out to be this fantastical adventure that it eventually became. Awesome. <laughs> 
So, well, good luck with the game. It was definitely so much fun. We just played it for a few minutes with you guys. And yeah, have fun at Gamescom and all the best. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>